0: What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning into This Week in Mediocrity. I am your mediocre host, Chris. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to everybody who has been subscribing, rating, and reviewing my podcast, especially on Apple Podcasts. You guys are are killing it, and I, I really appreciate it. I feel like my intros are kind of repetitive, and I don't want that to be a thing. So without further ado, let's get into the mediocrity. I have a metric fuck ton of news on Anthem, and none of it is good. I am really fucking glad that I dodged a bullet on this one. I almost bought it. I almost bought into the hype, and I'm learning within the last, you know, year or so not to do that, and I know it's taken me so long. Just last year, I finally fucking learned, but this one finally did it. You saw the, you know, you saw the the E3 trailer, and we were like, whoa, it looks amazing, and this might be EA's response to Destiny, and the hype train was fucking lugging along really good, too, for a while. Then they released the beta, and things were a little, a little fucky. We weren't really sure. I didn't even play the beta, which I'm glad I didn't, because I'm the type of person to obsess over something, even if it's just a little bit. And I feel like if I would have played the beta, I'd have been like, holy fuck, I gotta get the main, I gotta get the full game. Like, and just, like, went and got it like an idiot. Luckily, I didn't do that. Uh, there are a number of PlayStation 4s that are just downright breaking out. But due to Anthem. Now, if you aren't aware what that means, because some of my listeners may not be, it turns your PS4 into a paperweight, essentially. <laughs> like, you're done. It's over with. Uh, I'm looking at a post here on Reddit on the official subreddit of Anthem. There are obviously a lot of posts about this issue and a lot of keyboard warriors defending that. It is not true, but even if the bricking facts are not 100% correct, and parentheses, I cannot verify, as it hasn't happened to me, in parentheses, the fact that game forces a full power shutdown and the need to restore the database is not acceptable at all. This has happened to me twice, so I can be 100% of this one happening as other users have been posting. So what's happening is this guy Anthem basically factory restored his his PlayStation 4. Didn't brick it, but it just factory restored it to where it's like all his all his like shit is gone of his hard drive and all that. He goes on to say, "Defenders of the game, please continue to defend the actual game as it has some brilliance to it, but do not defend the fact it is crashing players' systems." Just put yourself in the same shoes as the people it's happening to. Like, kudos to this guy for... I mean, he's got 6.8k upvotes. He's got Reddit gold and silver off this, so I mean... Very good post from this guy. Because he's still defending the game in a way... But he's also letting people know, yo, buyer beware. Which is pretty cool, I guess. So essentially, Anthem is either wiping your PlayStation... Back to its original state... Or it is bricking it. Rendering it completely useless... I have a tweet from the official EA help Twitter verified. We're aware of a crashing issue. Some of you have been reporting for hashtag Anthem Game. They hashtag their game in the fucking tweet. Jesus Christ. We're investigating and ask that you share your crash data reports when prompted. If you have, we'll be reaching out to gather info. If not, please reply to this thread and it links to a thread. Let's peep the fucking thread, guys. Here is the post from the admin Hey, freelancers. We are currently in process of gathering information about the PS4 issues so we can determine the root cause. If you are experiencing hard crashes of your console, please reply with the following information. And then it's like, what type of PlayStation console do you have? Is it a, is it an OG model? Slim? Pro? What's your PSN? You know, crash info. When did the crash take place? Are you having to take specific steps to get your PlayStation going again? Have you reported your crash data when prompted? Yes, no. Yada, yada, yada. And then it says update. Hello again, freelancers. <laughs> I know this has been an issue for a lot of you, but we have updates below. Just more links, Jesus Christ. Okay, I guess I'll click this one then. This is back to the EA help Twitter. So I mean, this is ba- essentially, I'm, I'm running in circles here. Thank God I'm not dealing with this. I'm doing this for you guys. Heads up, hashtag anthem game players. A message from Chad Robertson, head of live service for Bioware. Okay, now we're going to another person's profile. <sighs> God. We've identified several causes for the temp power-down crash some PS4 users experience. Fixes for the top issues are in patch next week. If you encounter a game crash where your PS4 console won't respond, you can manually power-down and restart at no risk of damage. So, I mean, they're not even acknowledging uh, that it's bricking. I should say allegedly bricking consoles. They're just saying, oh, hey, it's crashing. You know, uh, no big deal. We'll patch the the issue out that's making it crash. But what about the issue that's... Uh, it's being bricked. It's bricking systems. You're not, you're not bringing that up, and it's obviously an issue that people are experiencing, so... Good old EA, right? Jesus Christ, man. These guys don't know how to do fucking anything. You know what's funny that I say that because Respawn made Apex Legends right underneath EA's nose. Luckily, they did because that game is making millions, which speaks fucking volumes because EA didn't dip their dick in the fucking pot for that one and swish it around... Like a fucking cocktail straw. No wonder why that game is doing very well. So if you're experiencing issues with Anthem, go to Reddit, then to Twitter, then to EA's official site, then back to Twitter, and then somebody else's Twitter to tell you that there's a patch. (laughs) And I mean, I guess I just saved you all that time, but I mean, if your PS4 is bricked, I would definitely, you know, let them know. Like, hey... Uh, Your shit game fucking murdered my PS4 that my grandmother got me four years ago for Christmas. And she's no longer with us anymore. What the fuck are you going to do about it? I want a PS4 Pro with Spider-Man, bitch. That's what you say. They don't make Spider-Man, but you want it anyway. Because everybody wants Spider-Man. Continuing with EA and Apex Legends. Real quick Apex Legends update. They hit 50 million players. Congratulations to Respawn. And not EA, because they had nothing to do with this game, and it clearly fucking shows. It looks like EA is joining Sony in skipping E3 this year. Now, EA normally holds a press conference. It's one of the big ones that people watch. Because we're either going to be blown away, or it's just going to be one elongated sigh. But it looks like they're not doing that this year. They're doing their EA Play which looks like it's beginning Friday, June 7th, and will go through Sunday, June 9th. That's in the same month as E3. Like, why not just be a part of E3? I don't understand. You're not that special. The only thing that people are excited about is uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, let's be real. Who is excited for FIFA and Madden and shit like that? I know I'm not, and I know a lot of my listeners aren't. So, so... With EA skipping E3 and Sony skipping E3, Microsoft is planning on going hard as fuck. Uh, they confirmed Halo Infinite will be on display at E3 this year, and they also confirmed that it's going to be on Xbox One and PC, which I don't know why they had to confirm that because now everybody just knows if you make a game that is an Xbox One exclusive, it's going to be playable on your PC. You know, through games with Windows, so I don't know why people are making a big deal about them announcing that it's like common knowledge by now. Yet every, you know, every outlet was covering it like, oh, Xbox One and PC. Holy fuck! Like it's not news. That's not news to anybody. We all know. Um, I don't know about you guys. I am pretty. I'm I'm ready for a new Halo. Because well, when did Five come out? Five came out like three or four years ago, and I feel like that was. Very underwhelming. SWAT was cool. SWAT's always cool. But the game itself was underwhelming. So I'm definitely excited to see where Halo goes in the near future. Speaking of Halo, there is a rumor that the Master Chief Collection, the perfected Master Chief Collection, not the Xbox One disaster, don't want to talk about that because that was a fucking mess. It was so bad they had to give people Xbox Live as like a please don't fucking leave our game gesture. That was, that was very bad. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, Master Chief Collection is rumored to be coming to the PC. And I'm sure it's going to be the best version that it can be. Because there's no fucking way they're going to release that pile of dog shit again. And put everybody through the ringer again. There's no way they're going to do that. So, hopeful for that. Got a little flurry here from Blizzard. Apparently, Blizzard partnered with GOG.com to digitally release the original Diablo, the original Warcraft, and Warcraft 2. Now, Warcraft and Warcraft 2 are not released yet, but right now on GOG.com, not a sponsor, by the way, you can get the original Diablo that is compatible with Windows 10 for ten fucking dollars. Ten dollars! A lot of people say you can't put a price on nostalgia, but that is a fucking mighty fine price. So if you're, if you want to spend this weekend... Listening to my beautiful voice And playing the first Diablo You can It's it's very possible You know, if this is your first episode Hey, you know, what's going on? Hello, stranger I got about like eight other episodes behind this one It's probably all old news by now Definitely But you never know There might be there might be something that you haven't heard of Or knew, knew about And you might learn something And if not, that's okay too So this is your first episode Thank you I want to personally thank you I want you to walk away From whatever you're doing right now go to like a secret area i'll wait a second we'll give you some time great i just wanted us to be alone for this i wanted me and you to share this moment and i just wanted to say thank you for listening like it means so much to me that you would listen especially this far in i don't know how i don't know i don't know how i'm doing on time right now but you're still listening and you're listening to this message i love you i love you from the bottom of my heart and we're back i'm done being weird Nintendo Switch got a couple announcements this week that I wasn't really expecting. Uh, Turok Dinosaur Hunter, yes, the one from Nintendo 64, the best Turok game in the series. Don't fucking at me. Oh, but but Shadow of Oblivion was so good. And, oh, Seeds of Evil. No, shut the fuck up. Turok Dinosaur Hunter was the best and is the best. Uh, It initially got like an HD, I don't want to say remake or remaster, because it's really just kind of like an upscale. Kind of cleans the polygons up a little bit. Uh, That came on PC in 2015, I have that on Steam. But it is coming out this year for Xbox One and the Switch. I mean, I guess they are calling it a remaster. I mean, let's be real, you're going to be playing this for nostalgia, and especially if you have a Switch, you're going to be playing it because it's on the go. Don't expect it to look like a masterpiece, because it doesn't, and that's okay. Okay it's still a fun game. And that's what games are all about. Having fun. Even though people on the internet scream that's not true. And they want you to die because you have a different opinion. And that's okay. Fuck those guys. Or girls. Friday the 13th, the game that was released about two years ago. Came out on PS4. Was that a PS4 exclusive? Man, I don't remember. Anyway, that's coming to the Switch as well. Now listen to this fucking mouthful. Coming to the Switch. The Switch announcement comes with the release of the Friday the 13th The Game Ultimate Slasher Switch Edition. Why? Just fucking call it Friday the 13th The Game. Nintendo is so egotistical, they gotta put Switch in like every fucking name. Jeez. Just like back in the day was super insert fucking game name here or insert game name here 64. Like, come on. You're so fucking fool of yourself, guys. I just think that's funny So yeah Turok Dinosaur Hunter And Friday the 13th The game Ultimate Slasher Switch Edition <laughs> Are coming to Switch No dates on those But this year They are both confirmed for this year No No dates though No concrete dates Sorry guys You know I don't have all the answers all the time I'm, You know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a blanket statement And say we all enjoy A little A little tit jiggle physics In our fighting games Which Let's be honest You do I know I do Dead or Alive 6 is out, and it looks great. This is one I want to get, but I don't know if I want to commit because of what I'm about to tell you right now. I get buying a season pass for a game. I've done it before. I bought Destiny's... (laughs) Don't laugh, but I bought season one of Destiny. (laughs) the fucking pass for that. Yikes. Got the Ghost Recon Wildlands Pass, which those are worth every penny. And those are like 20 bucks, 30 bucks. 40 tops. Now, for some ungodly fucking reason, the Dead or Alive 6 Season Pass 1. Now, this is funny because it's Season Pass 1, indicating that there's going to be more than one pass. The Dead or Alive 6 Season Pass number 1 will run you $93 US. Who in their right fucking mind, big ol' waifu titties or not, would pay more money for a Season Pass than what the fucking game costs? That is unreal. What are they thinking? Are they, they're going to sell, they're going to sell them because tits. (laughs) They, They know how to market their game. I mean, their fighting mechanics have always been on point too, but still. Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, come on. When that came out on original Xbox, dude, that shit was live. So if you're looking to get that season pass, you better start mowing some lawns, shoveling some sidewalks. Do them both if you live in Michigan because it's it's very possible. You shovel someone's fucking driveway one day and then cut their lawn the next day. And then rake their backyard the following day. <laughs> I'm so delirious right now. I'm tired. But I have to carry on. I have to carry on for you guys. Friendly reminder that the Dead or Alive 6 season pass number one. Number one is 93 fucking dollars. <sighs> So, it's recently come out that uh, Masahiro Sakurai, the guy behind Super Smash Bros., the absolute mad lad, during the development, he suffered stomach pains uh, akin to food poisoning, but that didn't stop him. He had an IV drip while developing the game. He developed a case of acute gastroenteritis. Um not 100% sure what that is because I'm not a fucking doctor, but... When he was being interviewed, uh, the interviewer asked him uh, if he took some time off work. And he said, and "These, are, these are, this is verbatim. No, I don't. I just get an IV drip and go to work like normal. <laughs> what a fucking boss, dude. He says, I guess I'm a hard worker. I'm a freelancer, so I don't have any strict rules on my time. As long as I can complete the game, I could show up to the office once per week. And I think it'd be within the realm of forgiveness. But instead... I make sure I come to work every day and write proper daily reports and such. I'm always working, but there's a lot of things to keep me in good spirits. What a fucking, what a, what a swell guy, dude. He gave us Smash Bros, guys and gals. Not only that, but the man was on a fucking IV drip while developing Smash Bros Ultimate. The biggest Smash Bros game in the series so far. And I think he might, he might have said it's the last one, but he's literally been saying that since like Brawl, so I wouldn't really count on that. He likes money way too much, I think. And he's smart because we keep buying it. And boy, do we love those fucking Amiibos. So remember on Pokemon Day last week when they announced Pokemon Sword and Shield? Yes, I remember that too. Well, (laughs) a Spanish newspaper. Actually, let me rewind. It's a Spanish newspaper, so it's already going to be fucking hilarious, right? Literally, it felt like seconds after Sword and Shield was announced and their logos came out that somebody made a third one, and it was green, and it was Pokemon Gun. Like, I swear to God, I think I blinked and the fucking meme was, like, there. Anyway, this newspaper in Mexico uh, decided to run a little story on the new Pokemon games, and they (laughs) they fucking... They included the Pokemon Gun logo with Sword and Shield. (laughs) Oh my God, that's hilarious. I'm gonna have that up on Twitter. I wanna retweet that. Uh, that's on Twitter I am at TWIM Podcast. You wanna give me a follow and check out this picture? It's rather fucking hilarious. Like I know it's just a small Mexican town, but like god damn, do some research or something. Don't just print something and fucking run with it. <laughs> it Look stupid as fuck. Yeah, that's gonna be on my Twitter. That's pretty funny, man. Check it out. So there's this guy on YouTube. He's a he's a collector of uh, retro games. He posted a video referencing a previously unknown uh, NES game that he bought from a former Nintendo employee. I guess the former Nintendo employee tested this game as part of its certification process in 1989. The game just didn't go unreleased. It was just literally never announced. It was it was never like heard of. It was never going to be a, a game. And I mean it's. This this game it literally was not this game was a myth until this week. Even the craziest fucking archivists and historians, none of them knew what this game was, except for the guy who tested it and the guy who now has it. It is a NWA WCW wrestling game. It's called UWC, and I mean it looks like just a regular you know NES wrestling game, but it's just the point that this game didn't exist till this week I mean it existed but it just never was into existence which is crazy the wrestlers don't have names like they have like made up names but you can tell who the wrestlers are there's definitely the Road Warriors there's definitely Sting Uh, that, that looks like Mr. Perfect Ric Flair that's definitely Lex Luger just a fun little fact that somebody found a 30 year old NES game this week That seemingly didn't exist until now. Everybody's patiently waiting for him to upload the ROM online so we can all snag it and give it a play. That'd be cool to just play a a game, just a game as old as me that didn't exist till this week. So I hope he uploads the ROM somewhere we can all enjoy it. I'll be tweeting out the article to that as well so you can check out the pictures and just the whole process of how this guy got this game. So be sure to check the Twitter. Now I didn't want to talk about this because this is exactly what the developer wants me to do, but I feel like I need to address a couple things in regards to this game. And if you are a PC gamer or are just follow gaming culture by any means, I mean, which obviously you do if you're listening to this, uh, then you saw the game that went up on the Steam store for a pre-purchase called Rape Day. Yes, you did not hear me wrong. That is Rape Day, okay. Now, it's not necessarily a game. I'm not sure if any of you are familiar, which I'm sure you are, but I have to do this, you know, just in case people don't know. Steam has these really fucking weird, like, novels that are pictures, and like, not really. It's kinda like the old point-and-click adventure games with like, less movement. They're like literally pictures. And I honestly don't even know if they're sound effects. But clearly, this person decided to make a game. And I use that fucking term game very loosely. Because it's like a novel that you fucking play. I don't know. God. It's so hard to explain. It's so dumb. <sighs> uh, it's a choice driven visual novel. That's what it is. Uh, the game contains, and I quote, violence, sexual assault, now, this is all, this is what it literally says. I went to the Steam store because I was curious to see if this was like a hoax or anything, and it was on there. It's not on there anymore because Steam was like, no, 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 this is not going to happen. But this is what it said on the Steam store, like under like the rating. I was obviously rated, I th- was it rated AO? I think it was, I think it was rated adults only. I'm pretty sure. And it said, In quotes, violence, sexual assault, non-consensual sex, obscene language, necrophilia, and incest. That was in the fucking description on Steam. Now, I personally think that this wasn't even a fully developed game. I think it was just a concept this guy put out there to see how far he could go. See how far he could push Steam's updated terms of services. Which, if you didn't know, now you can get, like, porn games on Steam. Like, uncensored adult games on Steam. Obviously, you have to have an adult account... Yada yada yada. Whatever. We're all adults. Penises, boobs, and vaginas. That's what we are. Hunks of skin with sexual parts. Anyway, the there are screenshots that are. Uh, I'm reading this uh, this mirror uh, dot uk. They're blurred out. And like I said, they're screenshots. There's no gameplay because it wasn't out yet. Uh, Eric Johnson from Valve. Not not on this game per se, but this was a statement that he gave in regards to updating the terms of service for Steam developers he said we've decided that the right approach is to allow everything on steam store except for things that we decide are legal or straight up trolling that's what he said and this is trolling it has to be it's a guy just like the guy who did the fucking uh the the, the school shooting simulator game that he tried to upload on steam we just just trolling so this story broke like three days ago and it took valve like a whole 12 hours to be like "Eh, nope not gonna happen and this kind of shit pisses me off because I know this is some guy trolling and just trying to get a rise out of people. And all this does is make gamers look bad. It already feels like we're constantly battling politicians and shitty parents and stupid fucking teachers and just everything else. And now some dude throws this out there. It gets tossed into fucking media and it gets thrown everywhere. Like I literally saw it everywhere. I had, I had, like, four people send it to me, too. All that's gonna do is hurt the community as a whole. Like, haha, yeah, you're a fucking troll, we get it. But, like, don't put everybody else in jeopardy. Like, if you want to be a dumb fucking troll, do do it on your own time, don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's hard to explain. Fuck this stupid guy, and I'm glad Steam pulled this dumb fucking rape game off the store. Guy's a fucking retard. That's gonna be it for gaming news today. Uh, I got some news to entertainment. Boy, yo fucking boy. They released some images. Well, not officially. They're leaks, but we got our first look at the CGI Sonic the Hedgehog that they're using for the live action movie that's going to have Chris Pratt in it and uh Jim Carrey. I think Jim Carrey. I don't even know, I don't know if Chris Pratt's going to be in it. I know Jim Carrey is definitely Doctor Eggman, my generation knows him as Doctor Robotnik, and I have to say I have mixed feelings about the model. And like I said, this is a leak; has been officially released anywhere yet? A lot of people are like really slamming it, and I don't know why. Because I mean, what do you want—a cartoon version of you know Sonic, the Hedgehog, alongside you know human actors? Are we gonna do fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit again? Like, come on, don't be fucking stupid. But they could have did a little better job. If this is legit, if you want to get a good look at those pictures, I tweeted this article. And I think that's what I'm going to start doing now. As I am covering these on my podcast, I will share them on my Twitter. That way you can go to my Twitter directly and look for those tweets and see exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Only on the ones I share. I'm not going to share every single one because I don't want my Twitter to just be fucking flood of links. But the ones that I say, yo guys, I tweeted this out, are going to be the ones I tweet. And this one is one of those because you guys have to see this fucking Sonic. Because I mean... It's like hit or miss. I guess they never miss, huh? I don't know. You have to see for yourself. You'll have to see for yourself. They released a trailer for Game of Thrones final season, season eight. I'm not going to say anything about it except for holy fuck. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody because I know some people don't like looking at trailers, and I'm not going to reference anything in the trailer. I don't want to get anybody's. I don't want to. I don't want anybody to get up in their feelings about nothing, so I'm not going to say anything. But if you do want to see the trailer, obviously just Google it. Whatever. But I will say that it has been said that the battle is going to be... This is all... This is is a bold statement. They're alleging that the battle is going to be bigger than the Helm's Deep battle from Lord of the Rings. Which is... That was a pretty big fucking battle. to see that on TV with Game of Thrones, oh my god, it's going to be amazing. We're getting so close to it, guys. A little over a month away. A couple people came to me in regards to covering Game of Thrones when it comes out, and I think I might do just that. I think I might do like a short 10-minute mini-sode every Monday or Sunday night, depending, talking about... that episode of game of thrones so possibly keep an ear out for that it's not really 100% confirmed if i'm going to do it or not i would like to if i have the time i think it would be cool to just talk about it after you know because whatever people can listen to it if they want to if they they don't want to that's fine too whatever i'll probably call them uh I'll probably call him week, like Week of Thrones or something. (laughs) Fucking something to do with Thrones and mediocrity or something. I don't know. It's still it's all it's all concept up here in my noggin right now. Not even confirmed. So let me know if you would like to. Let me know if you'd listen to a short ten minute minisode. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe not as long as ten minutes. Maybe even fewer minutes than that. Of just me talking about, holy fuck, did you guys see what happened on Game of Thrones last night? And Just let me know if you guys want, would like to see that. And If I get enough hell yes, if I get enough oh, hell yes, then I'll do it. For all my fucking weebs out there, One Punch Man Season 2 is finally going to fucking premiere on April 2nd. Boy, that is sweet. I cannot wait for that. Uh, for all the disgusting uncultured swines that have to watch it dubbed and can't keep up with a sub you're a little shit out of luck because you probably won't be getting any One Punch Man for a long time I don't think they're releasing the dub and the sub at the same time, That's very rare that they ever do that so you're going to have to wait longer, unless you want to man up and start reading a little bit but you can watch One Punch Man with the rest of us One Punch Man Season 2 on April 2 something that I never thought would happen is going to happen And that is the CW's Arrow, which is based on the DC comic book character, The Green Arrow, is coming to an end after season eight. Stephen Amell, the actor who plays Oliver Queen slash Arrow slash The Green Arrow, uh, he posted a really heartfelt video crying and stuff, getting emotional. And I will say I enjoyed Arrow for like the first three seasons. I haven't, I don't, I don't know if I watched it after season four or not. I feel like I didn't. Anyway, I'm going to have to binge because it was a good show. Not a lot of people liked Alicity, which is the romantic relationship between Felicity and Oliver. And it's just super annoying. It is. It, it, it was, like, oversaturated. We didn't need it. And they just really fucking tried to shove it down our throats. But yeah, Arrow is coming to an end after eight seasons, which is crazy. Because what about The Flash and all the other shows that are on there? Black Lightning, Supergirl... I mean, are they going to be, you know, over with too? Or the ratings getting that bad that just let them all go? Is it the end of superhero TV shows as we fucking know it? Probably not. And if it was, I wouldn't be mad because the, the superhero shows aren't as exciting as the movies are to me. Personally, that's my personal opinion. So we got a Suicide Squad roster uh, reportedly revealed. The James Gunn Suicide Squad The one that I said Will Smith walked away from Thankfully Uh, It looks like Idris Elba uh, is taking over Deadshot If you do not know who Idris Elba is He plays Heimdall From the Thor movies And he's Charles On The Office for like A whole season (laughs) He was kind of a brick on the show But he's, he's an awesome actor So I I really want to see how he handles Deadshot. It's going to be Idris Elba's Deadshot, and it's going to have Harley Quinn. You know, not a whole lot of Harley Quinn, and it is going to be Margot Robbie again, thankfully, because as annoying as all the hype is for Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie plays an excellent Harley Quinn. It's going to consist of Deadshot. Now, this is all speculation, as I like to... The link literally says James Gunn's Suicide Squad roster reportedly revealed. So this is all speculation, but... It seems to be Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Ratcatcher, Polka Dot Man, Peacemaker, and the best one of all, King Shark. King Shark is a fucking dope-ass villain. I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with The Flash that's on CW, but King Shark on that show, is they did a really good job on him. And I feel like James Gunn will make sure that they have something very similar to that or to... The comic book King Shark where he's like 12 feet tall. Just a giant fucking humanoid shark motherfucker looking like a street shark from the 90s. So, James Gunn really wants Dave Bautista to play Peacemaker. I'm not sure how that's going to work out because I'm sure his contract with Marvel and Disney will forbid him from doing that. Dave Bautista has been really vocal about James Gunn's firing, which I'm fully backed. I fully support James Gunn and Batista's Bautista's outrage. Won't we'll really get into that, but I wanna see how that's gonna work out. Like is Drax gonna be replaced by somebody else? Cause that would suck. Because Dave Batista is great as Drax, but he would also be great as Peacemaker too. Anything gun ex Batista is gonna be fucking great. So either way, I'm ready. So a 30th anniversary of Dragon Ball Z Collectors Edition has been announced. Like it was announced by Funimation. They had like some Dragon Ball countdown last weekend that I just missed by like hours to cover for my show last last week's show. Now this is from Funimation's site it says, Celebrate the Legacy Dragon Ball Z 30th Anniversary Collector's Edition. Something legendary is coming. It's been 30 years of Dragon Ball Z and we want to celebrate in the most perfect way with you. With your help, we're going to make a Collector's Edition worthy of a series this big happen. Here's a look at what you can expect from this epic collection. The complete Dragon Ball Z series on Blu-ray with new bonus content. North America's first ever full-size hardback art book available only in this set. An exclusive collectible figure not available anywhere else. And there's so much more to come, but we can't do it without your help. So essentially, um, they need to they need to have 2,500 people commit to this in order for it to be made. So that means there will only be 2,500 made. So you have a nice little rare piece of Dragon Ball Z history. I've already signed up to get updates because as soon as it goes live, I'm buying it. I don't care how much it is because some of my listeners may know I'm a huge fucking Dragon Ball Z nerd. There's Dragon Ball, period. Except for GT dragon ball dragon ball z super all that shit i fucking love it you can go to funimation.com slash dbz 30th not a paid sponsor by the way I feel like I got to say that. Uh, you can you can put your email address in to sign up for updates in case you want to be one of those 2,500 lucky fans to get your hands on it. Because I know I'm definitely going to want to be getting my hands on it. So I signed up like last weekend. As soon as I saw, as soon as I heard about it, I'm like, holy fuck, I got to sign up for updates. But again, if you want to sign up and possibly get your hands on a piece of DBZ history, that's Funimation.com slash DBZ 30th. We just need 2,500 people to commit and we can get it. And I think that's... I don't know why people are like, people are like getting mad over this. They're like, why wouldn't they just release it to the public? Well, because they want to make sure that people have interest, which is so dumb on their part because it's fucking Dragon Ball Z. It's their goddamn cash cow. And, and people buy anything that comes out of Dragon Ball Z. I know I do. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know why they felt the need to resort to this because they definitely didn't need to. But hey, I guess to each their own, I suppose. I got a news story to cover that uh, made me giggle this week. I'm not even going to attempt to say this man's name but he is a billionaire diamond trader. He was a diamond trader slash tax evader worth billions of dollars. And apparently being a billionaire diamond trader did not help his little penis (laughs) because he was at a clinic trying to get penis enlargement surgery and he fucking died. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but it's like that just goes to show that money cannot fucking buy anything or happiness dude was a fucking billionaire and just i mean why why i don't understand why you want to get your penis enlarged it must have been a fucking micro penis right because if you're a billionaire chicks are gonna be all over that shit regardless i mean unless it was like a fucking size of a chickpea <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's so weird to me why would you care that much if your dick was small and you wanted to make it seem big just get a big ass lifted truck with truck nuts on it then you get a fucking Penis enlargement surgery Apparently they were injecting his penis with something And whatever it was gave him a fucking heart attack (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry It's not funny Somebody died Okay It's not fucking funny Alright The top comment on this post says Lesson of the day Not even a billion dollars will make you happy Only a huge throbbing cock (laughs) Oh my god, I'm tweeting this one out. This will be on my Twitter as well. That's, uh, at TWIMpodcast. For those who didn't hear it the first 9,000 times, that'll be on there. So you can see this dude. He looks like a fucking dick. Just looking at him. Tax evading billionaire with a small fucking penis. You fucker. Got a couple things in social media news here. For whatever fucking reason, somebody thought it would be a good idea to crown Kylie Jenner as the youngest self-made billionaire. I got a couple of bones to pick with that statement. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys know where this is going. How can someone that was born, already a millionaire basically, be self made? I understand she made a makeup company and made a billion dollars off of that makeup company. I get it. But, she would not have that makeup company if her sister didn't take it right in the ass on camera. <laughs> <laughs> You know it's true. And you know her makeup company definitely wouldn't have existed without her... Mom's? Gold medals? Her mom's? She has two moms, right? (laughs) Fuck. Alright, I'm done. I'm stopping. I'm not talking about her anymore. She's not self-made. She's a fucking trust fund bitch. So you know what? That's... You know, Kylie Jenner... No, not even Kylie Jenner. I'm not going to come at her like that, okay? The person who decided to make Kylie Jenner the youngest self-made, in quotes, I'm fucking quoting that so hard, self-made, billionaire, you are the asshole of the week. (laughs) There it is, the asshole of the week. I knew I could make it happen somehow. In other news, uh, Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Boy, was that a fucking adventure. I felt like I was playing a choose-your-own-adventure game. Like a fucking book. Like I was sitting in the back of class, third grade, had my Goosebumps book. I didn't know where the fuck this was going. And I don't think Joe Rogan did. I don't think Alex Jones even knew where it was going. But it was super entertaining. And uh, you should definitely check it out. Here is a quick little 30-second excerpt from that. We're Have going some longer. Oh, Jesus. Well, what's your longest podcast? We're going. No, don't do that. That was like six hours or something. Well, who was what's your longest I think uh, oh, Kevin Smith was along us. He was like five and a half. Fuck that dude. Oh, he's a great no, guy. I'm, I'm just kidding. I love him. Okay, 30 more minutes. I uh, see so you Let's want to go. give up. You're going to be a no, mistake, though. Dude, I'm fine, man. We're gonna hours. Eat. Look, here's We're gonna the thing. You're going to be name. fine. Listen, I'm um, going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> In that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's going to be a soundbite. <laughs> I feel like that's all I need to share for you to understand how fucking great it was. Definitely check it out. That's going to be it for this week's episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check me out on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, review. Helps me out a ton. Facebook.com slash This Week in Mediocrity. Instagram and Twitter. At TWIM Podcast. And of course, if you ever have any uh, comments... Or if you want to send me links, send me a- links to any of my social media accounts I just mouthed off. Or you can send me an email at thisweekinmediocrity at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of the outro, which I'm going to be making a new one here soon, I have some more clips to piece together, send me a voice clip and I'll throw you right in. No problem. Friendly reminder that I am on Spotify, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are available, I am there. Except Pandora, because Pandora is is like fucking Fort Knox. How do you get into Pandora? Like, what do you gotta do? you gotta fucking have a, a golden Lamborghini with diamond shoes? I don't understand that. Just follow me on social media. Keep up with all my crazy antics and my fucking ha and my memes and my videos. Um, Share this with people who you think might be interested in my content. It's very... I feel like there's a small amount of people who would like to listen to me just talking shit about everything. <laughs> and just be a fucking goof. And remember, money... Cannot buy happiness because that guy was a billionaire and he had a little peepee, a little pecker, and (laughs) he fucking died because he was trying to make it bigger. So remember, money cannot buy you happiness. So until next week, shut your mouth, get fucked, and stay mediocre. Thank you for tuning into. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. 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 Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity.